0: Coming up on the Children's Hour, it's a full hour of stories and story songs. Storyteller and author of Adventures of Duende in the Ocean, Michelle Adams, tells us the whole story in our studio. Duende is a bilingual storybook about an elf who takes a boy on a journey into the ocean. Then we'll hear from Todd Parr in an interview with our kids crew. He's a beloved author of more than 60 books for children of all ages. We'll have stories from Bill Harley, the Story Pirates, Joanne Shenandoah, and more. This show takes us on many adventures. We're so glad you're with us. The Children's Hour is a production of The Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. We post a lot of photos, links, and more related to our content every week. You can find us at childrenshour.org. It's
1: time for the Children's Hour. Kids Radio
2: What kind of plant likes to rhyme? I don't know
3: what A poet tree
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's time,
3: time for the Children's Hour
1: Kids public Radio, radio.
4: Coming to make it all true. Moon beams and shooting stars are shining, so turn your drum that was old and looking deep and brought it to his house so his mother could keep it. buried in the closet with the junk they throw away the boy heard the drum calling out to be played he started hearing things that nobody understood the rhythm of the drum was sounding way too good the drum was busy talking not a word was being said but the positive message still dancing the heads of the kids on the block got it hanging out
0: That's Rhythm Child from a CD called Drum Circle Sing Along right here on the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. I'm so glad to be with you all out there in listener land and everyone here on Zoom. Hello, crew. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello there. Who's with us today? Hello, it's Isaac.
5: Hi, it's Illuminata.
0: Hello, it's Amadeus.
6: Hi, it's Daniel.
5: Hello, it's Lily. Hi, it's Airdrie. Hi, it's Luke.
0: Hi, it's Corbett. Hi, it's Melissa. Well, thank you all for being here. Today's episode of the Children's Hour is really special. It's a full hour of storytelling in all different kinds of ways, through music, and through stories with storytellers. We have with us Michelle Adam. She's written a book called Adventures with Duende in the Ocean, and you're going to hear that full story. And you can see pictures and so much more at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode, Tell Me a Story. You may want to see the illustrations that go along with Michelle's story. We'll also hear from storyteller Bill Harley And we got to speak with Todd Parr. You may recognize that name, Todd Parr, if you've looked at baby books recently, but he's written a lot more than that. Todd Parr has written, what, like 60-something books? We're so excited he's with us today on the Children's Hour. Stick with us. We've got stories galore, including this one. This is Just in Time for the Holidays. Oh, what a night from Out of the Books, right here on the Children's Hour.
7: On the night before Christmas, just like every year before, the house was all a-glitter, wreath on the door, gifts on the floor, with stockings hanging empty, hoping for more than a lump of coal. The children all a Twitter, restless souls out of control Then just after I lay down and snuggled in bed I heard the strangest clatter going on just over my head Tick. I was looking at a nick. Now dasher, now dancer, now prancer and flickson. I heard him call on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blixen. He named them all. And oh, 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 what a night! Eight reindeer in The soot that he had gathered on his way down the fireplace Dulled his fur coat's luster, but not his jovial face His rosy cheeks were still in bloom, a bag of toys on his back His eyes were all a twinkle as he unpacked that wonderful sack This chubby old elf beside himself, he started to work I let out a couldn't help myself, hope he won't think I'm a jerk. just as he became aware he met me with a stare i caught my breath and froze right there and didn't move a hair but then he gave a friendly wink and i knew in a blink there was no need at all for me to shrink though i was rather pink
8: Was just a kid. I never will forget. I woke up late one night. I lay there in my bed. My family was aslumbering. No one was around. I was almost
9: back asleep
8: when I thought I heard a sound a creak upon the staircase. I could plainly hear. Something there was moving. It filled my heart with fear. It couldn't be my mother. It couldn't be my dad. My brother John slept next to me. He's the only one I had. And I thought, hmm. There's monsters in the bathroom. There's monsters in the hall. There's monsters in the closet hanging from the wall. I thought, they'll come and eat my parents. I'll be all alone and they'll nibble on my toes, right down to the bones. I pulled the covers over my head, my knees began to shake. My mind said, just go back to sleep, but my body stayed awake. I thought of all the monsters and the movies that I'd seen. They'd all been pretty scary, they'd all been pretty mean. I tried to calm myself down. There's nothing there, I said. There's no monsters on the stairs. They're only in your head. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing there at all. And I had just convinced myself when I heard it in the hall. Monsters in the bathroom. Monsters in the hall. Monsters in the closet, hanging from the wall. I thought, they'll come and eat my parents. I'll be all alone. And they'll nibble on my toes. Right down to the bone. I could hear the monster breathing. I could hear the monster sigh. The monster stood right over me. I kissed the world goodbye. And then the lights came on. And I screamed out, ah! But the monster was my mother. And this is what she said. I was having a midnight snack when I thought I heard you call. I came up the stairs. I tiptoed down the hall when I was just a kid like you. I'd wake up in the night, hear a creak, Begin to freak till my dad turned on the lights. I thought there were monsters in the bathroom, monsters in the hall, monsters in the closet hanging from the wall. I thought they'd come and eat my parents. Now, I'd be all alone, then they'd nibble on my toes, right down to the bones. And I said, Phew. Mom, that's just plain stupid. I never get afraid. You must have been a chicken, and not been very brave. Don't you worry about me. I'll always be all right. But um, uh, my brother John, he hates the dark. So please leave on the lights. He says there's monsters in the bathroom, monsters in the hall, monsters in the closet hanging from the wall. He says they'll come and eat our parents. We'll be all alone, then they'll nibble on our toes right down to the bone.
0: has a story to tell is Samite and you heard read a book that's two of a kind with Billy Jonas the story of my feelings was Lori Burkner, and monsters in the bathroom came from Bill Harley you're listening to the children's hour stick with us we have more stories to tell the children's hour is an independent production of the children's hour incorporated a New Mexico nonprofit. Support for the Children's Hour provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment and events center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Playhouse is open. You can purchase tickets, learn about events, play, and other opportunities, including future locations and music shows at electricplayhouse.com. Getting your kids caught up on all their immunizations is one of the most powerful things you can do. This is a superhero moment. You can protect your kids against dangerous diseases and make sure they're ready to face the world by calling your pediatrician. Normal is coming. This message brought to you by the New Mexico Pediatric Society, a proud supporter of the Children's Hour.
2: story time and the candles are burning down low cause it's late and there's nowhere to go and I'm listening as you're talking the shoes off your feet there's a smile as you hand them to me story time and the ferrets are loose in the den turn your back in the stealing again as a small child there's a magic that fights on the wind blink your eyes you're 11 again time when you believe and the wishes come true all the lamp or a star is it you there's a long pause for a moment i can't even breathe but your eyes are still talking to me Time.
0: That was Trout Fishing in America from a CD called Who Are These People? You're listening to The Children's Hour, and with us on the show today is storyteller and educator, author, Michelle Adam. Welcome to The Children's Hour. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So glad you're with us, and you're about to tell us a story that you wrote But first, we've posted a lot of photos to childrenshour.org. Look for this episode. Tell me a story. And you can see pictures of this incredible box, story box. Can you explain what this is?
9: Absolutely. When I wrote my story, it was during COVID. And I decided I'm not going to do a story in the regular book form. And so I decided to put it into a form called the Kamishibai And what it is, is in the 1930s, they used to have men that would have this theater box. It's a wooden box, you'll see it in the pictures. And they'd put it in the back of their bicycles and they'd go into the parks and they'd have a clapper sound, like clap, clap, and then they'd make a sound and all the kids would come running. And they would literally tell their story in the parks to these children who are all surrounding the bicycle in this box, and they'd weave a story that basically one card after another in and out of the box, like a precursor to television. And the kids would get entertained in the parks. And I thought, what a wonderful way to tell a story. Kids get outside. And the kids themselves, you guys can become storytellers and make your own box and create your own stories. And on the back is you write your piece and the front you make your drawing and you can have lots of fun
0: with it. So when you published the story that you're about to tell us as a, you're telling us as a radio story, but when you published it as a book form, is it in the style of Shii it's in the form of the Kamishiba. Yes, Kamishiba.
9: Kamishiba. Yes, I've, it takes me a while to get the word. Yes, so it's in the form of Kamishiba, and they're basically these bigger cards, like fifteen by ten um, in size cards. And these cards, basically, you put them, you pile them together, and then you slide one out and in of this box, and you tell a story. So yes, they're in that form, and then in a smaller version that's more like a flip book, but it's not your regular book form.
0: We're posting pictures at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode. Tell me a story. And in the meantime, would you tell me a story? Absolutely.
9: But just to make sure you're with me today, when I tell a story, I would love it if you would join me. And that is when I make a funny sound, can everyone there make a funny sound with me? That would be great because there'll be some funny sounds to come along and then we'll have fun together. Okay. Are we ready to go? Here's the story. Adventures with Duende in the Ocean by Michelle Adam. Illustrations by Christiana Cook, and published by Pachamore Publishing. Nico was certain that the little man was real. He was as real and bright as the stars in the sky when he arrived in the boy's dreams, smelling of salt and sand. Come, there's no time to waste, the little man said as he pointed his long bony fingers towards the sky. The seven-year-old boy watched in awe as sparkling waves poured from the man's fingertips onto the bed. Ready, psh, psh. let's go. Nico was flying through the sky along with thousands of other children following these men. Who are they all and where are we going, he thought. The little man grinned from one big ear to the other, I'm an ocean elf, but call me Duende, he screamed over the sound of tons of children swishing through the air. An elf, Nico screamed in excitement. They flew along the Rio Grande, down the river and far beyond. The little man became a big light blue wave covered in seaweed that brushed up against the clouds. We, the Duendes, are here to show you our world, the little man said. The two traveled for miles upon miles until suddenly everyone joined me. Splash! Nico and Duende dove into an immense ocean far from the desert. Down they went until they landed. Ready, everyone? Thump! On the ocean's floor. Nico brushed off the sand from his eyes. Where are we? He asked in awe. Well, welcome to the home of my mother ocean, said Duende. She asked me to bring you to her. Well, at that point, seaweed popped. Everyone joined me. Pop, pop. Grasses swayed back and forth. Swoosh, swoosh. Welcome to our world, they said in a deep voice. We're glad you came. Thanks, said Nico, surprised. He had never heard seaweed talk before and definitely not grasses. So Duende then threw one big foot up high in the water and then the other. I was born here on this ocean floor with all my friends, he said. We the Duendes take care of our mother ocean. The little man twirled in place. Maybe you'll love her like we do he added with a wink and then Duende stretched out his liquid hand for Nico to take. Let's play he said and they played. You can be small like the sand and you can be big like the ocean said Duende. Wow was all Nico could say and when he became small and then as big as the ocean he could feel the animals and plants tickling his insides. Can everyone laugh? (laughs) Bit by bit he felt a big love for everything he saw and touched. Soon that included, and join me in this, and if you can, even make hand motions. Ready, burroop. When this octopus friend, Mr. Squirt, popped out from under a rock. Ready, burroop, play with me. I'm lots of fun and I'm slippery too. He stretched one of his tentacles toward Nico and pulled him in. Ah. The boy yelled in surprise, and then Duende joined in the fun, and the two slid up and down his tentacles like waterfall. That is, until Mr. Squirt flipped the two up and up and up, sending them all the way to the ocean's top, and then back down. Well, during one of those rides, Nico suddenly heard another sound. Can you imagine what that was? Well, join me in this one. Ready? yeah! If you ride on me, you'll never fall off. Duende's turtle friend, Mrs. Shell, squeaked as they passed her. Come here. Eager for another adventure, the two soon landed on Mrs. Shell. Goodbye, Mr. Squirt, they yelled back as they rode on Mrs. Shell's back. Oh, no, called out Nico as they raced upon the ocean. Well, turtles are supposed to be slow, aren't they? Oh, but not sea turtles, said Duende. Well, Mrs. Shell sure knew how to offer a great ride, but she had some serious competition. And guess who that was? It was Mr. Splash, the Wendy's dolphin friend. Here, join me in the sounds and make some movement too. Ready? Meow, meow. Again, nya, nya. Safe ride, that's boring. Mr. Splash chirped and whistled. With me, you can jump in and out of the water and never get bored. Soon, the entire ocean became a playground for Nico and his new friend. They rode on Mr. Splash's back, diving in and out of the water. Nya, nya! Mr. Splash called out in excitement. They were having so much fun. But Duende wanted Nico to meet his special friend. That was Mr. Blue. He was one of the biggest blue whales in the ocean. So Nico followed Duende, and they became so, so small like krillfish, because you know, Mr. Blue likes krillfish. And they slid right into Mr. Blue's mouth. Try this, exclaimed Duende. Be big, the size of 30 elephants, just like Mr. Blue. They became real big inside Mr. Blue, and that's when he began to sing. His song echoed loud, shaking Nico and Duende. But when they tried to imitate Mr. Blue with a... Uh, try this. Ah! Mr. Blue got upset. Get out of here! He yelled and spewed them out of his spout. Whee! Nico and Duende screamed as they flew into the air. Well, closer to the shore, the two then rolled in the sand with the sea lions on the water's edge. Ready? Art, Can you do that? Art, It's time you rested from all your games, the sea lions barked. Soon, Duende's crab friend, Miss Claw, invited them to take a break, too. "'Curl, come curl inside here with me,' she called out. So the two shrunk down in size and curled up in her shell. Nico felt so held inside, and he thought, "'What a cool adventure. "'But when I wake up, will I remember this?' "'You won't forget a thing,' said Duende. "'We bring all the children here so they can feel the magic of this place and show others.'" I really like it here, said Nico. Well, this is your home too. She's your mother ocean too, said Duende. Nico smiled as the two left Miss Claw and floated on their backs to rest on mother ocean. They looked up at the cloudy skies. Please come again, said Duende feeling quiet and sad. Adults have forgotten to care for our ocean and all of my friends who live here. The little man cried a clear blue tear. We've seen so much garbage thrown here like plastic and oil and it's getting a lot warmer too, he said, gazing up at the sky. I've seen friends like a turtle friend of mine die from plastic inside them and all because people don't seem to care. Nico became sad. I miss my friend, Duende added. But what can I do? asked Nico, wanting to help. Well, you can come and visit and play with us, said Duende. It matters that you don't forget us and the magic here. You can also teach others and help them remember this place that waits for you at the end of the long Rio Grande. I'll come back, I love it here, said Nico. I like that, said Duende. And my friends and I will send you letters in your sleep. We'll tell you more stories about us and how you can help our mother ocean and the earth. Before Nico could say anything, a big, big wave curled up above and around them. Thank you, my son. Thank you, the sweet voice of Mother Ocean called within the waters. Thank you. He had a big smile on his face. He opened his eyes and stretched his arms beyond an amazing wave wrapped around him. Wow! That dream was real, Nico said. The following night, he visited Mother Ocean again, and for many more nights. I'll share her magic with the world, exclaimed Nico, after every adventure. And I can't wait for those letters in my dreams. The End
6: to the bathroom turn the water off to take a little flower shower when i got the water going i reached down for a shiny bar of soap and when i rinsed the soap off i dried up with a great big fluffy owl towel and when i finished drying That I ever looked so green
0: hour radio show is an independent production of the children's hour incorporated a new mexico nonprofit. the children's hour is supported in part by an award from new mexico arts a division of the new mexico department of cultural affairs and the national endowment for the arts support for the children's hour is provided by the county of bernalillo new mexico burnco.gov Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token Ibis, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org.
5: Squash grows on the bottom, beans grow
10: all around. Corn. Won't you come and hear our sound?
1: Squash grows
5: on the bottom,
10: beans grow all around. Corn reaches high, three sisters in a mound.
3: One is heavy,
10: one is lean. And I'm the one that's in between. So, little girl, I'm amazing. How have you been? (laughs)
5: Why do you always have to be so corny? Hey, don't squash our fun. Squash grows on the bottom. Beans grow
10: all around. Corn grows up high. Won't you come and hear us sound? Squash grows on the bottom. Beans grow all around. Corn reaches high. Three sisters in a mound.
1: One is heavy.
10: The
2: other
6: one is in between was on the
1: bottom beans grow all around
6: corn reaches high three sisters
1: in a mound one is heavy one is lean
0: and the other one is in between that's joanne shenandoah from a compilation cd called brown girl in the ring She passed away recently, and may her memory be a blessing. You're listening to The Children's Hour, and with us today on the show is the legendary children's book author, Todd Parr. Hello, Todd Parr. Hello. It's so nice that you're with us on The Children's Hour.
3: Thanks for inviting me.
0: You are probably best known for your extremely happy illustrations and children's books Because they're very simple and yet very inviting to read because they're so colorful. Is that how you'd describe them?
3: Yes. At one of my very first book signings, a family thought I actually had a six-year-old doing my illustrations. And I thought, this is not good. And years later, I really embraced that because that is my audience. And kids aren't intimidated by my artwork. They look at it and they're like, hey, I can draw like this, which I encourage because I always ask kids, how many of you think you can draw better than me? Everyone, raise your hands. It's not hard. Why
10: do you like writing books?
3: Let me tell you a little backstory. So when I was in second grade, I had trouble reading. I had something called dyslexia, which meant I had trouble putting words together, but I could understand pictures so much easier. So when I started writing books, I thought, can you write books and just have messages with art? I said, I'm gonna write a book called It's Okay to Be Different to let other kids know that some of us are good at some things and not so good at others, but we can try our best and we can learn. And that was inspired on my second grade experience. So that's why I write books.
2: Do you have any advice For some of the kids or parents out there who want to become children's book writers?
3: I get asked that question all the time. And I always say, I wish I had the easiest, simplest answer for that, but I don't. But let me tell you what I learned on what I told you about my experience in second grade. So I remembered the love of art all through school, but I just didn't have a lot of confidence And I didn't think my art was good and other people didn't think it was good. And so I did some other jobs and I kept coming back to my artwork and I said, you know, this is what I really want to do. And after working for an airline, traveling around the world, I suddenly had a lot more confidence. And I said, I'm going to pursue my art. But there were lots of challenges and lots of ups and downs and lots of disappointment. And... Even when things were not going great, I stuck with it and somebody said, hey, have you thought about writing kids books? And so the lesson that I learned from that is that even though I was not pursuing writing kids books, not giving up on my art and my dream led me into something that I wasn't even thinking about. So the takeaway is, if you try really hard and you know there's going to be ups and downs, maybe something else will happen that'll take you a completely different direction that will work out even better.
0: 66 books later, we're just going to throw that in because that's fairly (laughs) impressive in 20 years. My goodness. Well, uh, Todd Parr, could you give us a sense of what one of your books sounds like in your voice? Could be a short one.
3: Well, I could give you a little bit of insight into the newest book, The Bedtime Book. It's all about this bird that wants to go to bed very tired and no one is ready for bed including the owls they're watching tv the puppy has to brush his teeth the norwell needs to take her bath and the raccoon has the hiccups Um, it goes all through these stages of going to bed like the bear is hungry the baby goats are jumping on the bed and no one is going to bed and the bird just gets so mad and screams go to bed but they're still not ready. And the pig found a giant spider in a room. And we get to the very end. And we think we're done. The bunny needs one last hug and kiss. Good night. And then there's a message sleeping is very important. If you don't sleep, you will be very crabby. The end, love Todd. But it doesn't end. The bird screams, Wake up! Just kidding. Good night. So that is the latest book. And I always say, when you read this book in the day, you'll just be very relaxed. And if you read it at night, you'll fall asleep right away.
0: Wow. We're posting links at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode. Tell me a story. Todd Parr, thank you so much for joining us on the Children's Hour today.
3: Thank you so much for your time.
2: Todd.
0: Thanks for coming. For 364
2: days a year, it's probably wise to leave an alligator alone. But on one fictitious day a year,
5: when you open
2: up your eyes, a special kind of party is sometimes I think possibly maybe do
0: Enjoy hugging Alligator Day, specifically
5: five. Step one! Go to the swamp and find an alligator. I'm Fred. I'm Beth. I'm Chris. They're all friendly. Take your pick. Step two! Go on home and bring your alligator. They'll compliment your decor.
3: Ooh, nice granite countertops.
5: And then it's time to hug. Go on and hug! (laughs)
2: Keep them as a pet and maybe watch some college sports.
3: Go Gators. But when
2: the day is finally done, though the day was so much fun, make sure you have your gator
1: home by 10.
3: But seriously, where did you get those granite countertops?
2: Uncle SP, Uncle SP! Can you tell us a story?
11: What kind of story?
2: A
6: true story.
11: Mmm, okay. Yeah, I got a couple. Check it out. On that was a kid named Matt. Matt Didn't know how to react, when he got teased for being black what? I'm just being exact, telling the truth and stating the facts You can imagine it's hard to relax, when that's how people be choosing to act So he decided to change, first his clothes, then his names Goal was to be the same, playing in by being plain Cause if it could be the same, maybe then they wouldn't call him strange Isn't that a shame, shame, shame Himself instead of choose himself, he wanted from others what he didn't know that he could do himself. Instead, wasted time while trying to prove himself, and in the process, actually ended up bruising himself. Hey, emotions, motions, emotions, yeah, you learn to ride the wave or get tossed from side to side, and get all animated. and emotions, motions, emotions, yeah, you learn to ride the wave or get tossed from side to side. And alright, it goes down right now, 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 Once upon a time, there was a girl named Tammy Tammy didn't have a family Tammy didn't have a family But sometimes, life's not fair That's why we choose to actually care When we get it, we give it and actually share And represent for the ones that are not here Tammy got adopted, now she has a mom and dad Yeah, that's something she never had So she feels good, she feels glad Her mom's cooking's the bomb To think about what she eats, to think about what she reads, to think about how she breathes, to think about what she thinks about, and think about changing some of these things. emotions, 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 yeah. You learn to ride the wave or get tossed from side to side and get lost in the maze. And emotions, 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 yeah. You learn to ride the wave or get tossed from side to side and get lost in the maze. But if you're mine, right, then you shine right now, tight right now, bright right. now if your are alright, it goes down right now, 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 oh yeah Sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction We just started your own story
0: That's Saul Paul from his Be the Change CD. And before that, you heard the Story Pirates. That's Hug and Alligator Day. They base their story songs on what kids come up with. And we have a link at childrenshour.org. You're listening to the Children's Hour. This has been an all story time Children's Hour through music and stories we have time for maybe one more. This is Claudia Robin Gunn with one more story. And I can relate. Can you? We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour.
5: did dinosaur
1: is an independent production of the children's hour incorporated a new mexico nonprofit corporation
2: our show was written by katie stone with help from all of us in the kids crew
0: find lots of information about us at childrenshour.org many thanks to todd parr and michelle adam for being with us on the show today we had production help from christina stella and evan dates wrote our joke
3: our podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Or at patreon.com slash thechildrenshour.
0: Or ask your smart speaker to play the Children's Hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme
2: music is written by C.K. Bylow. The Children's
3: Hour is distributed by the Children's Hour Incorporated, PRX, and the Pacifica Radio Network.
7: Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.